There's supposed to be a flow. So nobody's supposed to be a punching bag. Nobody's supposed to be trash. Nobody's supposed to uh, receive all the, the, is supposed to receive verbal abuse. God intended marriage to be a good thing, a good institution that emanates from a couple, a man and a woman, yes. So marry your friend. Singles, young people that are listening to this, it doesn't matter if you're 16, 15, 16, 17, even 13, let this sink in your mind. Marry your friend, because you won't beat your friend. You won't be, you know, ugly towards your friend. You won't be mean towards your friend. You, you, you want to be there for your friend. <laughs> you, you want to defend your friend. So when someone's being mean to your friend or fighting your friend or being ugly towards them, you are there to defend. You are there to support, okay? You are there to, to almost want to fight this person that is causing your friend to be sad. Or you're behind the scenes encouraging your friend, saying, look, don't worry, you're better than that. So this should not be missing in marriage. This is where we are to see it. What are attributes of friends? Friends have genuine care. Friends communicate. Friends have genuine care. I'm not talking about friends, friends. I'm not talking about surface friends. I'm not even talking about social media friends. And I don't want to go there because social media people have met amazing people, one, two, three people that maybe I didn't know before, but on social media I met them and we became like real friends in real life. Okay, so I'm not saying that's wrong, but when we talk about deep friendship, marriage, we're talking about intimacy, we're talking about genuineness. So it can start from social media, but it should progress beyond that, not just in the sight of everyone. Some of my closest, closest friends, I can remember now, there's one in particular, We're not even friends on, on social media. Whether she has an account or not, I don't even know. And even she does, we're not following each other. And it doesn't mean we're not friends. People use that now to judge. Ah, they're not following each other. They're unfollowed. That means they're no longer, no longer friends. Who told you? Maybe they deliberately even unfollowed each other so that they can just focus on the relationship privately. In fact, these days, also, I really, really love friendships that I am, sometimes I'm thinking, Lord, do I want to even bring this one on social media? Do I even want to follow this one on social media? Because again, you're not even trusting the envy and the jealousy out there. Oh, these two are friends. Hmm. Let's see how we can, you know, someone to pull down, someone to jump in and be part of it, and it's okay, but again, why? So if you don't feel comfortable exposing like that, don't. Friendship should be an intimate thing. As the years progress, you should get closer. It should be, okay, there's nothing we can't even share with each other. Maybe one, two years ago, we could hide things from each other. Five years now, there's even nothing. Ten years, there's nothing. We, it should get better and better. But what do we see in some marriages? It gets worse. To the point where it's now beating, slapping, using all kinds of words. No. Those kind of things should not be found among marriages and friendships. If we look at Genesis 26, verse 6 to 8, we can see that Isaac obviously cultivated friendship and romance with his wife, Rebecca. It says, when, this is an NLT version I'm reading, 
because the King James Version, <laughs> um, hmm. it says NLT, Genesis 26, 68, it says, when the man who lived there asked Isaac about his wife, Rebecca, he said, she's my sister. He was afraid to say she's my wife. He thought they will kill me to get her because she's so beautiful. So he was insecure and afraid because she was so beautiful. And she felt other men or even the king will have his eyes on her. So he lied. But sometime later, Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, looked out his window and saw Isaac caressing Rebekah. Now the King James Version says, the king looked out of his window and saw Isaac sporting with Rebecca, sporting. They were, which, which sports were they playing? Badminton or tennis? <laughs> so that was hitting. But other translations bring it out and say he was caressing Rebecca. And obviously he called Isaac and said, why did you lie to me? Because he had to own up. And gratefully, nothing happened to him. He released him. So it's, 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 you don't have to even do life alone. You don't have to navigate life alone. The, more, the older we get, the, the more we realize this. Because there are people who are married and they're alone. So alone, so lonely because there's just a disconnect completely, completely. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. That means that when your friend when your spouse, when that person that you're intimate with, in covenant with, is going through adversity and so you say to yourself, I'm here for this. I'm here for you. That's why I'm in your life. Not only when you're doing well. And that you may not be able to extend that to everyone all over the world or everyone. But that special person you're in covenant with, that one you're married to, that one that's your best friend, even that child, you're like, I'm here for the adverse situation you're going through. I'm here to support you. 